Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. is no secret that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? Subliminal messaging has been around for years. The Guardian published an article back in 2007 stating that scientists have found that subliminal messages leave a mark on the brain. And that's why everyone from Apple to Coca-Cola have infamously used it in their advertising campaigns. Subliminal stimuli are any sensory stimuli below a person's threshold for conscious perception, i.e. you think you're just listening to a relaxing piece of music, but boom, there are hundreds, if not thousands of powerful statements and affirmations beneath the music that you can't hear with your conscious brain. These affirmations can have distinct impacts on people's thoughts and behaviour. Choose from a range including perfect health, wealth and success, beauty and confidence, fertility, weight loss, meet your soulmate, peaceful and present parent, happy kids and so much more. Easily download onto your phone or live stream when exercising, cooking dinner, in the bath or my personal favourite as you go to sleep as part of your daily mindset practice. Go to francescaamber.com to get yours. What up, bitches? Welcome back to Law of Attraction Changed My Life. I am Francesca Amber, your host who, for the first time ever, 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 is recording this from the luxury of my bed. Yes, I'm in bed. It's midday on a Wednesday. Who the fuck do I think I am? Woke up this morning with the worst sinus pain. And normally, because I only get one full day a week to work, Wednesdays are my work day. My children are at nursery and school. I've got the whole day to myself. Um, I normally am up and out and working and, and being productive. But I woke up feeling like shit today. And do you know what a dream of mine has been for a really long time? Is to lay in bed and watch this morning and basically just well that's it that's the end of the fucking dream that is the end of the dream (laughs) you may say I dream too small but I have had that dream for such a long time and if you have a lot of young children and you're 
a working mum as well, you'll know that that dream is really hard to achieve at times. And so this morning I fulfilled that dream. <laughs> I fulfilled that dream for the first time ever. I've never had a TV in my bedroom either. I don't particularly agree with it. Yet here I am living my best life. Um, I laid in my bed this morning and I watched this morning and I had a great time. Anyway, maybe the sound quality will be better because I've got a lot of soft furnishings around me. So I could start to say that this is actually, um, this is on purpose because it's better for my sound. But the reality is I'm just in bed with a slight cold and I'm really making a meal out of it. So normally I would try to really just crack on and just be like, no, I only get one day a week to work like I need to make the most of this regardless of how I'm feeling yet a book that we did in the book club a couple of months ago was called Do Less by Kate Northrup and it's all about working with the cycle of the moon and the cycle of your your body like your period cycle uh, your menstrual cycle and this is my phase my luteal phase where my energy is getting really low I feel more introverted than I normally do I don't want to share I don't want to collaborate I don't want to communicate I just want to be in my nest and hibernate basically and so I'm really trying to respect those seasons of my month more and yeah my body was telling me this morning girl you need to lie in bed and watch this morning so that's exactly what I've been doing but anyway Let's get on with what we are talking about today, which is something that came up um, last week. You know, when someone says something and you're like, oh, my God, you are so right. So the amazing Emma Mumford, who I've been doing more and more things with recently, um, I went on to her circle. So she has a circle once a month, I believe, on a full moon. And I was her monthly guest expert talking about manifestation and the law of attraction And it was with an amazing group of women and it was really wonderful. We're talking about the power of focus and how if you can focus in on your goals, you can move forward much more quickly than if you are kind of all over the place, right? And that got me thinking about how every year when I do my New Year's goals, I set my top three priorities for the year, which is also kind of bullshit, right? Because I read a book that said the word priority is Latin for like one above all else. So it's impossible to actually have priorities, plural. You really can only ever have a priority, one. And that's why I also do a theme for the year. And every year I choose either a word or an area of my life that I kind of hyper focus on. And whenever I feel a little bit overwhelmed or lost or think, what the fuck am I doing with my life? I refer back to what my intention, my theme, my goal for the year is. And it kind of helps to keep me on track. And so Emma Mumford was saying during one of like, we had a little question and answer session in this thing. She said that, she tends to focus on the one goal that will make all of her other goals effortless. And when she said that, I was like, Lord have mercy, like, that is so wise. And I'm going to have to do a podcast episode about this because I need to share this with my listeners. So today I want to talk about the real importance of focusing on the one goal, the one area of your life, the one thing that will make all of the other things you have on your goal list, all of the other habits, goals, places you want to visit, things you want to do, the kind of person you want to be, will be so much easier, will be so much more effortless. 
So I want you to take a look at your goal list for 2023. If you've made a goal list for this year already, if you haven't, don't beat yourself up. Believe it or not, I haven't either. This Christmas and New Year has been pretty wild for me and I've been feeling very, very low energy. I've just been on the constant verge of feeling like I'm ill, basically. Um, and so I haven't done it yet. And do you know what? That is absolutely okay. I have my printed out workbook here right in front of me. And I have a child free weekend this weekend. I'm going down to London and I'm taking it with me. And I'm going to have some adult child free time with my friends and who also have like a similar outlook on life. They'll be well up for like a goal setting session as well. Um, and we're going to sit and do it. So if you don't set your goals on New Year's Day or New Year's Eve, like don't fucking think it's all over. Like it ain't over yet. It's not over till the fat lady sings and I haven't sung yet. I will be making my goals before the month is out and setting out all of the things I want in the different areas of my life. My New Year's Day goal setting party is still available, by the way, until the end of the month for this very reason, because, you know, life gets in the way. You might get sick. You might have children that are very demanding. You might have a job that's very demanding. We can't always do things exactly when we want them. So don't let your perfection put you off of progress. Simply take the time to sit down and work out what you want from your 2023. And as long as you kind of do it, I would say in the first month, then you're fucking golden. Don't stress about it. So anyway, where were we? Look at your goal list for this year or potentially even your wheel of life. So as part of the workshop, we look at the wheel of life. You can get this anywhere online. You don't have to do the workshop to get this. There are a few different versions, but a wheel of life has all the different areas of your life, which you can easily rate out of 10. And then you get a real quick snapshot of what in your life is working and maybe what isn't. So it's areas such as family and friends, home life, career, finances, health, spiritual growth, um, fun and adventure, romance, all these different areas of your life. You can simply grade them out of 10, being really honest with yourself, obviously, and you get a real quick snapshot of your life. Now, if you look at either of these things, can you identify one area of your life or one particular goal that will make all of your other goals happen so much easier? Is there something on your list that you can see that instantly jumps out at you? So when Emma Mumford was talking about this, she was saying that her work and her career, getting her books published and getting her work seen by as many people as possible was the one goal that was going to make everything else happen. That was what was going to bring the financial rewards that she wanted. That was what was going to bring the recognition that she wanted as an author, as a best-selling author. And all of the other things, you know, maybe she has goals to travel to certain places or maybe buy a home or whatever, like buy a car. Then all those other goals will happen just by her focusing on that one um, goal of like work and career. So when I look at myself in 2021, this was just after the pandemic. I had newborn babies and I was now responsible for three children and my old business was fucked basically, like I'd lost my old business. And so my number one goal, my theme for the year, the one thing that I could return my focus to time and again if I felt overwhelmed or lost was money. And I say that completely unashamedly, because if you have ever found yourself in a situation where you are 
a single parent or you are the only income in your household or whatever, you've maybe lost your business that you've spent years building up, you will know that the stress of that can do so much damage. And trying to be a healthy person, to be a good mother, whilst you're feeling that immense financial stress and pressure, it is really damaging. And so for me, for the sake of security, to enable me to live in a home that I loved, which made me feel high vibe every day, like my number one goal that year after money was to do a kitchen extension and remodel my house because I'd moved into a very tiny house, a little tiny granny house. It was the cheapest house in my village. I fucking sweated my balls off trying to buy it. And it was tiny. Like when I say tiny, there wasn't even room for a fridge freezer in the kitchen or a dishwasher. I don't know how they expect people to live in these houses. I do not know. But it was really low vibe for me. It was something that really affected me. And so my overarching goal for the year was money, finance to give me security and to enable me to complete my number one goal, which was to extend my home and to renovate my home. Because extending and renovating my home made me feel like a wealthy woman every day. And if you've done any of the wealth mindset work in the books in the book club, you'll know that your home is kind of like the backdrop to your life. And some people will be more affected by that than others. I know certain people that will buy a very expensive car and they have no real place to live. They might be living in something that's really substandard or, you know, where they don't want to be or in a bedsit or in a shared accommodation that's not really suitable like for their for their life or their season of their life. But for them, having a really expensive car is what makes them feel like they are a wealthy person. For me, always owning my own home and being in somewhere that is giving me stability for me and my children. That is what makes me feel like a wealthy woman. And I tell you what, every day, no matter how small that house was, I came down every day and I looked at my beautiful open plan kitchen and the bifold doors out into the garden and it was all decorated in very like neutral gold cream. And I came down every day and I felt like a wealthy woman. And that being the backdrop to my life enabled me to go on and achieve other things really easily because kind of the basis, the foundation of my life felt very, very solid and felt very inspirational to me. So like I say, my 2021 goal was money above everything else pretty much. I was in fight or flight, survival, not thrival mode, and I just needed to focus on my finances. And this was at the expense of certain things. This was at the expense of feeling like I could get into a relationship because I certainly didn't have any free time for that. And it was even at the expense of certain friendships because I could really only afford to spend time with people that were very, very local to me or we perhaps were in the same season of life. So we were having babies at the same time. And so we would want to do play dates or soft play or whatever because we were really much in the trenches together. So my 2021 goal of money made my 2022 goals happen really easily. So in 2022, I turned my focus and attention to fun and adventure with my very, very young family. So my children were still, you know, my babies were babies. They were still one at the time. And 
I hadn't been anywhere with them. I hadn't had any experiences with them. I had literally barely left the county. And so I turned my focus away from money because anyone that's done the book Atomic Habits will know that once you start to set something up in your life, whether it's a work discipline or money or health or whatever, once you've mastered that, it no longer really takes concentrated time or effort to achieve it. Once it's a part of your life, once it's part of your DNA, it's a part of who you are, it then is kind of effortless. So then you can turn your attention to something else. So when I say I turned my attention to fun and adventure, this wasn't then at the expense of financial security. It was in addition. Okay. So that's what happens when you really hyper-focus on something for the period of say a year is it just becomes a part of who you are. You don't then forego that for the expense of something else. So anyway, My 2022 goals were a lot of things like family experiences with my young children. It was things like taking them abroad for the first time, which for me felt like such a huge thing because you can't fly with two children under two. So it meant that I'd have to have the expense of taking a nanny with me. That was like a big mental block to overcome. And even just getting on a flight with these three young children, like that was a huge, huge goal for me. And so Things like that, you know, bucket list trips, holidays abroad, taking on an assistant, buying a new house. I felt a bit like a fraud because all of these 2022 goals, they just felt so easy. And I say that without bragging or anything. I'm being 100% honest with you. They felt really easy. And I am somebody who I've had to accept that ease because I'm somebody that has definitely been addicted to the struggle and addicted to the hustle. You know, when my friends were like kicking back, I was always the one that would be working a nine to five. Then I'd come home and I'd spray tan all evening or I'd be making bikinis and I would be hustling all the time. And so that's something that's not come easy to me, accepting the ease and accepting that these things are able to come easily to me because I have worked hard on the right areas of life. So again, I just want you to look at your wheel of life now that we've talked about this a little bit more or look at your goal list for this year and try and see which one area of your life could you work on this year? Could you hyper focus on that would make all of your other goals so much easier? Make all of your other goals manifest so effortlessly. Now, I asked my book club bitches if they could also give me some other examples of how they would apply this in their life, because I feel like it's all very well hearing from me, but it's great to have lots of examples of different people and different areas of life that are feeling deficient or could get you forward, you know? Okay, so... Vicky says, an unpopular one, but being alcohol free. I'm far more productive. I stay on track. When I drink alcohol, my finances, diet and productivity go to shit. So that is a great example of, you know, for someone like me saying something like alcohol, that's not something I'd have to focus on at all. And for you, it might not be. But there is a section of people listening to this right now that will be like, fuck, if I just worked on sobriety, like if I decided I'm going to be teetotal for a year, if that's something that really affects my productivity and my health and my finances and my diet and everything else, then yeah, if you prioritize that this year, 100%, you are going to achieve all of your goals so much easier next year. 
Louise says, I need to get out of debt so I can set up my new business. I don't have the funds for it yet. And because of personal loans, I can't get a business loan. But 2023, I'm working on my finances so that at the end of 2023 and into 2024, I'll be able to have my business up and running. Now, that is a great example of more long term thinking. We need to stop thinking of just this year right here, right now. Like life is a long time and it's okay to have goals that we put off until the following year because we need to get our shit in order first. Louise says, another one is the bond with my nearly 13-year-old. I put a post up a few days ago as I'm a single mum. My goal is to have a great bond with her, which we already have, but going into teenage years, I'd love it to continue. I feel that when we're on great terms and don't butt heads, everything else seems to fall into place. When we fight and I'm stressed with her, that's when my body shuts down and I get really sick and unwell. Sometimes it's the small things that we take for granted, but that can have the biggest impact on our lives. I hope that makes sense. Louise that makes perfect fucking sense now you don't have to have an angsty 13 year old to know that if you have a relationship in your life whether it's your partner it could be an ex-partner that you co-parent with it could be your family it could be your child no matter what it is it could be your working relationships if there is tension and miscommunication and those relationships are low vibe that will affect everything else in your life Do you know how much I achieved when I was in a difficult marriage? Pretty much nothing. Pretty much nothing. Because a lot of my time and energy was spent on just surviving each day, was getting through the day, battling the the indecision in my own mind, in the conflict in my everyday relationship. And so it may be that you choose to work on a relationship and make that relationship amazing, or it could be that you decide to leave that relationship behind or as minimize it as much in your life as you can. So that's a great example. Abby says health. Health equals more energy, clearer head, more positive outlook, better confidence in my body, etc. Annie says, focusing on my self-worth because it made getting a new job effortless. Now, this is a great one. Working on your self-esteem, your self-worth, your self-love. It means that you will manifest the love that is right for you and will treat you right. It means that you will only accept friendships or jobs or opportunities into your life that are going to build you up and are going to improve your life rather than drag you down. Emma adds that building her self-esteem has made a massive difference in her life because it led her to invest in workshops and training that I previously would have thought I didn't deserve. So there's so many of us that don't feel like we're deserving of whatever it may be because our self-worth is low. So that is definitely one that is worth working on. So Elisa says fitness and health. If I concentrate on my physical health, exercising and eating well, my mental health improves and then everything else feels easier and starts to fall into place. I started tracking my income last year and the months when I was feeling really good, I was way more productive and my income was higher. So I must agree with the whole health one. A couple of years ago, I started to notice myself getting very ill and very, very thin. And I had incredibly bad health. This is before I'd been diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. There was about a year where I was really quite ill and I hadn't yet been diagnosed. Good old NHS. I'm very grateful to you, but it took you over a year, bitches. So I was really unable to achieve any goals. (laughs) Like I couldn't achieve anything because I just spent 
most of my days trying to plan where bathrooms would be, where I could get to a toilet. I had to make sure that if I was going to work or if I was going out, I couldn't really eat. So, but I had to have enough energy for the day, but I couldn't eat, then work or eat and go out. Like when I'm telling you it was bad, it was really, really bad. So, If I didn't prioritize just that one thing of getting my health back on track, getting onto a good diet, finding out more about my illness, being diagnosed, so I actually know what the fuck it is. You know, I thought I had fucking colon cancer. I thought I was dying. Um, Then nothing else, like there's no point in me making goals saying, I want to go to Ibiza for a week and live my best life. Well, no, I couldn't because I'd be shitting myself. Like I'm going to get into a really great relationship with my dream man. Again, shitting myself. No, it's not going to work. And the same works for mental health. If your mental health is bad, you will find it so hard to do anything on your goal list. It'll be like walking through treacle. It will be an uphill battle. So if you've decided to focus solely on your mental health, on doing small things every day that build up and that have a compound effect that get you back to feeding your best self. And when I say this, I'm talking about, you know, writing a gratitude list in the morning, eating healthier food, getting out in nature, going for a walk every day for the sole intention of it just being good for your mental health, working out, joining a club of like-minded people, whether that's photography or a book club or whatever it might be, spending more time with family and friends, all of these things, right? All of these things you can do for your mental health, you will 100% achieve your other goals almost effortlessly if you have worked on that one thing that is holding you back. We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week we talk about the curious things that people do. Fans say it's like hanging out with your funny friends. If you like lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and a hint of psychology, chances are we are discussing something relevant to you, like relationships, dreams, phobias, weddings, work, cults, a hundred topics and counting. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us, because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please click the link in the show notes. So I guess that leads me on to this process has worked so well for me, hyper-focusing on one area of my life to move other areas forward, whether it's at the same time or in the future. Um, And so what is mine this year? So I've entered 2023 with the career of my dreams, to be honest, living in the house of my dreams with great financial security. Absolutely love all that shit for me. But my focus this year is love and deep connection. So I find myself now having lots of time and money to do whatever I want. Like if I want to go on holidays, if I want to do, you know, fun weekend breaks, if I want to go wherever, I can do all of that stuff. And yet because I've spent the last couple of years really prioritizing raising young children and on surviving, i.e. money goals, financial goals, 
I really have let slip a lot of the relationships in my life that would be conducive to, let's just say, living my best goddamn life. And instead, and I don't blame myself for this, I've ended up really falling into the pattern of just spending time with people that are very, very close to me geographically and that are in the same season of life as me because we have children at the same time or, you know, they live very local to me. And I deeply love and respect those people and I have great relationships with them. So my mum friends are incredible, but I'm not just a mum. I'm also a Londoner. That's how I identify. And I'm a single woman. And I work in quite an unusual creative space. I work in podcasting and I deserve to have friendships and relationships that also enhance that part of my life, those facets of my personality and my lifestyle. And so do you. And it's okay to love your friends and recognize that you are blessed abundantly with great friends, but you may not have certain friends for particular areas of your life that build you up in those areas. So if you have a real passion for something, if you have a friend that also has a passion for it, you are going to see so much more success in that area of your life. And to take it down to its simplest form, I mean, being single, I mean, not that that's a fucking passion, but I truly believe that single women need single friends. It's just, it's just a fact of life. I don't know what to tell you. But there are friendships and relationships in my life that bring much deeper meaning to me, that raise me up on a higher vibration and they are just not as convenient. So they're more difficult. A great example of this would be I have two best friends. One lives in Australia, one lives in America. They're cousins. And every year we go on a little trip together for just a couple of days. And I noticed that whenever I see them, despite the fact that I've done long flights, I find travel quite stressful as well all things that would induce migraines in me. I never, ever, ever have a migraine when I'm around them, ever. I've never had a migraine. I mean, we went traveling for five weeks once. I've never had low energy. I've never had a migraine. I've never felt ill. Even if I drink a lot, I never have a hangover. And the only thing I can attribute this to is that they are probably the highest vibe people in my life. They're the people that I feel most at home with. And so I never feel bad around them. And the effects on me physically and mentally are wild. And so it is my conscious decision to spend more time with them this year, whether that is virtually, we do a podcast every single week. It's like getting to hang out with them one night a week, which is amazing, or actually in person. We're planning on going to Europe this summer so that, you know, I'm not having to do a long haul flight and be away from the babies and stuff. Um, then that is something that is not easy, but it's so worth it for me to be able to achieve my goals of, you know, wanting to go to fun places, wanting to have fun and adventure, wanting to travel. Another thing that I've realized is that I am surrounded by amazing friends where I live. Amazing. But they are all married with young children. And that means that they're not up for, you know, weekends away, traveling, things that would be conducive to meeting people, you know, dating and stuff, getting me to move on to that next phase of my life, which is meeting the love of my life. And I truly believe that if you are a single woman or a single man, that your single friends are really, really important. Now, all of my single friends pretty much are in London. 
they're all there and of course that is not as easy for me to spend time with those people and a lot of my friends in London are truly high vibe people that I love my friend Polly I absolutely love her whenever I see her I feel so happy so inspired about life and last year I spent three hours with her three hours in the whole year that ain't right. It's not right and it's not okay. And it's something that I now am consciously in 2023 going to change that. Now, is it easy to spend time with her because she's in London and I'm in Lincoln? No, but that's why I'm putting steps in place. I'm making things happen so that I get to spend a little bit more time in London for work and for social. And so that I get to spend time around people that are in the same phase of life as me in another respect, because, you know, we're all multifaceted people. Yes, on one hand, I'm a mother that has young children and I love meeting up with my friends for soft play or, you know, weekday play dates. But there's another part of my personality that's like, I'm a creative. I'm in an industry that is, you know, podcasting, law of attraction. Um, I'm single. I want to be around those kind of people as well. And so it's a real conscious decision to shift my energy and shift my time and shift my focus, not 100% away from my friends here because they are a really valuable part of my life and I love them and I love that I spend time with them and my children and it's amazing but also just recognizing that there's other areas of my life that are a bit depleted and you know I don't really have that many friends in real life that are podcasters for example or that are in the same kind of industry as me you know I said to Emma Mumford at the beginning of the year I was like I want to do more things with you in real life I want to meet up like we are so similar in so many ways and it would be amazing to spend more time with her when you are around like-minded people, when you're around people that lift your vibe and get you to strive for more, the impact is incredible. And I've witnessed this in my life. When I'm around friends that are like, why don't you do this with your business? Why don't you do that? We should go here. We should do this. It has a massive impact on your life. And so for me, my number one goal for this year is really fostering more deep love and connection. And that doesn't just mean romantically, but in my friendships as well, with friendships that may be slightly harder um, because of geography or time or whatever, but actually will bring me huge benefits to my life and hopefully theirs too, because it is raising my vibration and they probably want to do the same things I do. You know, I want to go traveling. I want to go to different places. I want to go to expensive places. And sometimes I don't have friends that are in a financial position to do that. It's okay to say, I really want a rich friend who will be like, yes, bitch, let's go to this fucking bougie place. I want that for me. I want that as part of my life. And so, yes, I could manifest more money this year. Or yes, I can manifest, you know, a kitchen extension, whatever it might be. But when I look at all of the areas of my life and what would really move the needle forward, it would be having someone special. I'm talking a soulmate. I'm talking a dick, not a dick appointment, but a man sorry, not a dick, a man who I could share my life with, who I could say, let's go to this amazing place. And he'd be like, yes, rather than me thinking, I want to go to this amazing place. I have the time and the money for it. Who am I going to get to come with me? I've got three young children, right? I either take a nanny and I've done this and I had an amazing trip to Dubai with a nanny, but I realized that those memories weren't my very best memories because I wasn't spending time with someone that I absolutely loved that, you know, is someone that you you want to spend your holidays with. Do you know what I mean? I mean that in the greatest love is like, I want to spend my holidays with someone who in 20 years time will sit down together and look back on those and be like, wasn't that fucking amazing? Not a nanny that 
is hired to come with me. You know, I love spending time with my mum. I love her coming on holidays. She's totally doing that this year as well. But, you know, my mum's 76. There's only so much travelling she can do. It's really hard for her. And so, sorry, I feel like I've absolutely rambled at you for ages. But yeah, my goal to move my life forward this year is to find particular people who will help move my life forward in the direction that I want it to. I want people to do life with fun, adventure life, travel life, expensive life. And I'm okay saying that because I've done my money mindset work. Um, I want those people to do life with and I'm really excited about attracting them in. So yeah, look at your life, guys. Look at which area is going to help propel you forward. Is it your health? Is it your mental health? Is it your home environment, finding stability? Is it finances? Is it getting sober? Is it what fuck is it? What is it? Is it love and connection like mine? And really hyper focus on that. And you will find that this year or next year, so many of your other goals will just materialize easily and effortlessly. So yeah, find that one goal that will make everything else happen. Thank you to Emma Mumford for the um, inspiration for this week's podcast. I absolutely love that little nugget of gold you gave us. Um, and it's really made me hyper-focused this year on what is really important. And what else do I want to tell you? If you want to do the New Year's Day goal setting party, it is a two and a half hour video and it is a PDF workbook, which is like printable. You can print it out and fill it in. Or if you are living in the year 2023, which I'm not yet, I'll be honest, you can actually edit it online using, I don't know, I don't actually know, like like one of those pen things, like one of the, one of the, I don't know. You could do it. You could edit it online. You could type things in there. You can do whatever you goddamn like. Um, one of my listeners, Jay, who is, I believe, 18, created it for me. And so he is much more technological. It just works for everything. Okay. That's all I know. <laughs> That's all I know. Um, it's going to be available until the end of January. So if you want to get it, it's at francescaamber.com. Um, it's still at the same price, which is £33.33. And you can set goals for all areas of your life and you can hyper-focus on your priorities and all that jazz, all the good stuff, um, and make 2023 your best year ever. And for anything else you want to find, other workshops, um, subliminals, book club information, it's all at francescaamber.com as well. You can also find me on Instagram. I'm at Francesca Amber or at Law of Attraction Change My Life. Um, and I will see you bitches next week. The Law of Attraction has changed my life. It's going to change yours too. Bye. What up, bitches? It's no secret that reading has changed my goddamn life. I think it's incredible that people put their entire life's work, their teachings into a book that often costs less than £10. It's incredible to me. And I am so thankful to all of the authors that have helped me on my self-development journey. And, you know, I have the UK's biggest self-development book club. There's over 3,000 of us reading along each month. But maybe you're thinking, Fran, I ain't got time to read. Who do you think I am? Barbara Cartland? No, you are busy. You are girl bossing it. You are living your goddamn life. And I get that. I see that. I hear it and I value it. And that's where Audible can come in. If you find yourself only with the time to be able to listen to something, but to not sit and physically hold a book, maybe you have a physical job like um 
cleaning or whatever, where you are using your hands, or maybe you're a crafter and you want to be able to just listen to something and to learn on the go, or maybe you're driving a lot and you're able to listen to a book, but you know, it's illegal to read a book and drive, bitches. Don't try it. Then Audible may be for you. I have a 30 day free trial that you can have a little go at and see if it's for you. You can download millions of books to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are. Um, So check it out. Um, I'll leave the link down below. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.